You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 76 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from Today I Found Out. I'm Simon Whistler, and in today's episode, you're going to learn about the Loch Ness Monster, and more specifically, how the myth about this monster living in one of Scotland's largest lakes came about. In the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn just how large Loch Ness is, and it's quite incredible, especially when compared to the size of other lakes in the UK. Let's get right into today's show. Loch Ness is a long, narrow lake southwest of Inverness in the Scottish Highlands. It is the second largest loch in Scotland by surface area and the largest by volume. It is also the second deepest loch at an astonishing 755 feet, 230 meters at its deepest point. The water is dark and murky due to the high levels of peat in the surrounding soil. The breadth, depth, and low visibility of this particular loch make a prime environment for someone's imagination to run wild, particularly when other lake monsters were plentiful in Scottish legends. The first reported sighting of Nessie was in 565 AD by St. Columba. St. Columba was an Irish missionary praised for spreading Christianity in Scotland. On one trip to the Highlands, he ran across a group of people burying a man who had been bitten by the monster in the River Ness. The saint supposedly asked another man present to swim across the river. When the man jumped in, the monster rose from the depths and St. Columba, invoking God's power, banished it. The story was written nearly a century after the supposed encounter, but even so, it remains a popular piece of supposed evidence used to demonstrate Nessie's existence. The next recorded sighting happened over 1,300 years later in 1933. George Spicer was out driving with his wife when they saw a large creature walk in front of their car near the lock. The creature supposedly had a huge body, long neck, and they couldn't see any limbs before it lunged toward the Loch Ness. A few weeks later, a motorcyclist claimed to have nearly run into a similar creature, describing it as a type of plesiosaur, a prehistoric marine creature with four large fins and a long neck, fitting the Spicer's description. Soon, with the building of a road along the Loch's coast, many more reports of sightings of the monster flooded in. In 1933, sightings proved to be the beginning of a long, fruitless journey for the monster. The first picture taken of the monster was in November 1933 by Hugh Gray. He supposedly saw a large creature rise above the surface of the water and snapped several photographs before it disappeared, but only one photo turned out when developed. The picture shows a creature with a long neck and a thick body, with four lumps at its side, which might have been flippers. However, it should be noted that critics claim that this photo is of a dog swimming with a stick in its mouth, not remotely frightening. Later that year, a man named Marmaduke Wetherill, a well-known big-game hunter, was hired by the Daily Mail to find evidence of the Loch Ness Monster. He later found tracks on the edge of the lake and made moulds, but the Natural History Museum examined them and said they were likely from a dried hippo's foot, which had become popularly used as umbrella stands. Wetherill was fired for failing to find any substantial evidence. On the 21st of April 1934, the most famous picture of the monster was published in the Daily Mail. The picture was supposedly taken by a doctor named Robert Kenneth Wilson, but he didn't like having his name associated with the photo, so it became known as the surgeon's photograph. The picture shows, from a distance, the long neck and head of the monster rising from rippling water. The picture is convincing to the untrained eye, though critics, certain the photo was a hoax, claimed it was everything from an elephant to a diving bird. It turns out the photo was a hoax. Shocker. 
1994, Christopher Sperling, the stepson of Marmaduke Wetherill, admitted to being involved in creating a model of Nessie's neck and head and placing it on a toy submarine. The pair of them then took the model to Loch Ness and took photos of it in the water. Wilson was then given the photos because he was a trusted man, being a doctor. Wetherill was said to have come up with the hoax because he was humiliated by his previous attempt at finding the monster. Since then, countless videos, photos, and eyewitness accounts have emerged claiming to prove the existence of the Loch Ness Monster. In 1954, the first contact via sonar was made on the Rival 3, a fishing boat. 480 feet below the boat, a large object was seen keeping pace with the boat's speed. In 2011, sonar contact was made again by Marcus Atkinson, who saw a large object about 5 feet long and 75 feet below the surface. It kept pace with the boat for two minutes before it disappeared. The sonar image has been examined, and critics have dismissed it as an algae bloom. However, believers have said that algae couldn't survive at 75 feet as it needs sunlight to thrive, and as murky as the waters of Loch Ness are, very little sunlight would reach so far below the surface. Many more searches have taken place to find the monster than those already listed. In 1934, 20 men sat at various locations around the loch with binoculars and cameras in the Sir Edward Mountain expedition. They remained there from 9 to 6 every day for five weeks. 21 pictures were taken and examined, but they were thought to be of seals, not a monster. In the 70s and early 2000s, Robert Rhines conducted a number of underwater investigations, hoping to find Nessie. His studies resulted in several underwater photographs of possible fins and tails. However, in 2008, he claimed that, based on fewer sightings and sonar readings, Nessie had likely died due to global warming. The most recent photograph was taken by George Edwards in November 2011. Edwards claims that this is the most convincing photograph yet, which perhaps shouldn't be too much of a surprise given advances in easy-to-use and readily available home photo editing software. However, in this case, even other Loch Ness Monster researchers have questioned the authenticity of the picture, claiming the hump rising from the water in the picture is actually a fiberglass model that was used in the filming of a documentary by National Geographic, which Edwards had participated in. With all the other sightings and hunts for the monster, Loch Ness has become a popular tourist destination, and interested parties can hop on a boat and travel around the loch looking for the famous monster. Of course, Nessie is discounted by scientists as a myth, but people need something to do with their free time and vacation dollars, and this is perhaps at least more scenic than travelling to the equator and paying to watch the different ways water spins down the toilets and drains depending on which side of the equator you're on, which of course is also something of a myth. But you'll be hard-pressed to find a tour guide around the equator who doesn't demonstrate the different rotation of the toilet water based on moving about a mile one side of the equator or the other. In fact, what hemisphere you are in has almost nothing to do with what way water spins down the drain, which will be the subject of a future episode. If you don't believe me on this one, stay tuned, and I'll convince you then with a bit of math and science. And now for today's bonus facts. Loch Ness doesn't freeze. Because of its depth, most of the water stays at a steady temperature of about 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Only the top 100 feet or so varies in temperature, but with so much warmer water beneath keeping things relatively toasty, you'll not get a chance to ice skate on the loch. Bonus fact 2. Loch Ness holds more water than all the other lakes in Great Britain combined. Bonus fact 3. A scientific name was given to Nessie in 1975. Nessitarius rhomboctorix, or the Ness monster with the diamond-shaped fin. It is also an anagram for Monster Hoax by Sir Peter S. Peter Scott was the man who gave the name to the monster. 
You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.